This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun. We might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. And this is our show. <laughs> what are these guys doing? Why are they putting their heads towards my lap? Yeah. Right? Always a good question. <laughs> if a guest was here, yeah, then yeah. we'd probably have clothes on. <laughs> I think we just had the start of the episode. Did we right already there. start? I think so. Oh. We might as well go with it. Ian? Yeah. Hi, Dave. How's it going, buddy? Good. Yeah. Apparently, we're naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It gets dark in the blanket port. We just have to feel our way around sometimes. Yeah. I was yeah. listening to Roots Maneuver today, and he actually made reference to a blanket fort on a song. Shut up. No. No. You know what? Let's see if we can pull the clip and play it in the after show. Okay. All right? Yeah. And uh, let's. meanwhile, let's let's get Roots Maneuver on. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right? We can bond over our mutual love of blanket forts. <laughs> yes. And, and deep emotional do you want? Do you want to uh, explain to the people who Roots Maneuver is? He's one of the greatest rappers of all time. He's a British rap rapper. Yeah. He, he produces Rappington musicals. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, Rappington Musicaries. Uh-huh. Uh, no, he's a rapper out of the UK, Roots Maneuver. You've heard him on that amazing Gorilla song, All Alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and on the uh, the latest Massive Attack EP yes, as well. Yes, exactly. Which yeah. is really good. It's got such a great timber to his voice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. his lyrics are great. I believe what you mean is he has mad flow. Yes. Yes, mad flow. And his rhymes are also similarly on fleek, I, I was I was waiting for you to say on fleek. You're, yes, you're welcome. Let's you're let's welcome. crack a, a ginger beer and a beer to that. Yeah, hello. I already, I already opened my beer. E- Ian, yes, Ian, it's, it's good to be back in the blanket fort with you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, as always. So this is Team Clear Coat. I'm Dave. I am Ian. We're an automotive podcast. Yes, who occasionally talk about rap music and. Ginger beer and prog rock randomness, for, you yes. know, 75 minute songs and <laughs> whore, whorehound candy. Ian. Yes. Let's talk about some cars. Let's talk about cars. Let's talk about um, some weird car news that's going on right now. Yeah. The yeah. developing story, which, you know, our format does not lend itself to. No, we're not gonna, at all. We're going to do it anyway. Timely news delivery. Not appropriate for this. Nope. If you're learning about something from us for the first time, yep. uh, I don't know. I, I've got nothing for yeah. you. But um, there, there's been some drama on Bring a Trailer lately. Okay. Bring a Trailer is such a great website. It is. It's fantastic. Um, and it has a really interesting um, uh, commenter community. Yeah. Um, it has a, I would say, the the downside to to bring a trailer is that its commenter community has a higher than normal uh, percentage of the well actually <laughs> okay all right you know uh-huh. of that commenter shows up a lot oh okay and bring and bring a trailer See, articles I, I don't notice this because I just generally fucking skip comments oh yeah I no. don't consume comments no I want to get into <laughs> the depths and just dredges uh, of oh, humanity I need no, to know no, what's out that. there I've got 
to wallow no. in that shit. Fox News articles, you send one of those to me, <laughs> I'm going to spend the next six hours in the comments because I need to know. Oh, no, no. The only thing I ever look at comments on are like AV, artic- AV Club articles for yeah. Venture Brothers episode recaps. Where they're all like, <laughs> we're so happy to be here. Right. And also, did you catch that thing? And they're like, no, I didn't catch that thing. Thanks for pointing out that thing. You know what that's the equivalent of? What? That's the equivalent of living your entire life in the suburbs. That's what it is. That's yep. not yep. real life, Dave. No. That's not real people. Yep. Real people are shitty. <laughs> they are. And they, they have are. terrible ideas. <laughs> and they spew them without without any regard yeah. for anyone else on the internet. And you yep. need to get in there and you need to just dig into that shit. <laughs> But the thing is, bring a trailer is so cool because if you are looking for everyone's super nice. I don't know why I'm saying this, but everyone's <laughs> everyone's super nice. There's just there's just a lot of like actually I don't know on the headlights for the 1963 and a half. Yes, you know, exactly. They use a process known as blah blah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a just. My one of my life goals is to eventually buy a car off of Bring a Trailer. Yeah, because or sell a car on Bring a Trailer. Well, I want to buy something because yeah. they list amazing, cool cars that yep. you are typically lucky to find in the United States, or there's there's something cool or unique about that car. Like if it's a if it's an Alfa Romeo GTV, it will just be something that like there's typically. Like it will be rally prepped or, you know, there's typically yeah. some kind of heritage to the chassis or it's, I mean, it, there's just things that you don't see very often, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, they, they have interesting stuff on there for sure. One of the more interesting things they've had recently is also been the most controversial thing they've had recently. And I don't understand why, but go on. Okay. And your, your befuddlement of this is amazing to me because to me, this is like, this is a unicorn, you know? Okay. So it, it's a 2007 BMW um, 116i, six-speed. It's a manual. Manual transmission. It's got some some tasteful mods done to it. So this was the four-cylinder. Yeah. Normally aspirated. Yes, but the the, the rear-wheel drive. Yes. BMW hatchback. And and there there it is. So it's the hatchback. So this is a body style that we never got in the states. Uh, it's the five-door hatchback. Uh, we never got. Any of the the hatchback models in the states, um, right? Of the of the BMW one series, correct? Right. We had the the weird sedan looking. Yep. Version of it. Yep. If if you need a visual reference for it, think um, another. The only other thing I can think of that came out around the same time, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit before, was the Lexus IS three hundred Sport uh, wagon. Yeah. Thing. Right, it was a little station wagon, where, and you could actually get a manual in the states. You actually couldn't get a manual overseas, or was it? You couldn't no, get it was the inline six drive, though. Was it? I mm-hmm. thought it was rear. No. Oh bummer. Oh shoot. No. And and it and actually actually <laughs> <laughs> we're wagging our fingers at each other. <laughs> you know, I've really been thinking about getting into rear wheel drive manual transmission. Well, actually. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah. So basically, this is a car that its entire genre does not exist in the states. There's no such thing as a rear wheel drive hatchback with a manual transmission in this millennium. Like in the yeah. states, there isn't one. There's not a single one. He, all the Volkswagens were all wheel drive or front. Yep. 
same with the 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 Volvo C30 was the same way. Yeah, uh, you know the Focus was the same. You know, right. front wheel drive. So th- this was the only we didn't have anything like this available to us. Right. So to see this show up, and obviously this is under 25 years old, so it's not, you know, it doesn't have that get out of jail free card to import. Right. And this body style never existed. Right. And typically to import something like this, you have to have a comparable. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and I'll, eat your candy. I'll, go ahead. You're trying to be quiet. You're failing trying, miserably. I was trying to be quiet from a whore hand. It didn't work. Yeah, there's a oh big my God. chunk. I, uh, I At can't. some point, this has got to be just completely unhealthy for you to eat. Learned so for new listeners, uh, welcome. I, I, I can't crack anything Thank off of this Thank you thing. for tuning in and sorry. And oh God. <laughs> I got some. Did you crack a tooth? No. So I got several some. weeks ago now, uh-huh. several weeks ago yeah. now, Dave and I went on a road trip and I... Episode 50. And episode 50, I took him to a candy uh, emporium store, museum. What What was that? All of the above. Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. And he bought some candy called Whorehound. And it has since become... Uh, it's since morphed from like several pieces of whorehound candy into oh. one giant brick of whorehound it's, candy. It's like a bowling ball of candy, of hard candy. And so now, during every episode of Team mm-hmm. Clearcoat, yep. our ostensibly show about cars, <laughs> I get treated to Dave trying to bite off a piece of candy from this bowling ball that he keeps on the desk. <laughs> yep. And it is um, just, it's not dignified. No, not at all. But yeah. we're t- team clear coat. Yeah. I'm not- choking on my whorehound. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be a great thing to be in my electronic medical record when I go to the emergency room. He choked on his whorehound. Well, if you die, if you uh-huh. die choking on candy, mm-hmm. you better believe I'm giving that eulogy. <laughs> you're you're giving the one for if I crash my bike and die while I'm taking selfies. For sure. For yeah. sure. That one's going to be short, though. That one's just going to be, <laughs> I told you so, and I'm going to drop the mic and I'm going to leave. We need a list so that, like, if I die, I'm going yeah. pu- to put this in my will. If yeah. I die under these circumstances, yeah. then you have to give the eulogy. I'm in You're legally, that. you'll be legally obligated to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, right. I, if you choke on candy, oh. <laughs> I'm fucking there. If you die. Not doing the Heimlich. I, I think at some point, like, if I, like, <laughs> you, yeah. you would probably just cross your arms and start making some notes. <laughs> it depends how far along I am in my draft of your eulogy. Okay. If it needs some more work, I'll probably give you the Heimlich because okay. I know I'll get another opportunity and another, like, you know, week or so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's going to come back around. <laughs> Weren't we talking about a BMW? We were talking about a BMW. Okay, so the BMW 116 six-speed, which we obviously never got in the States. Yeah. It's the bread van looking one. Um, With 120 horsepower. 120 whole, whole horsepower. Um, this one, so basically what happened was it got listed on Bring a Trailer, and it had this like, you know, pretty like, it was almost too easy of an explanation well of of how it got in the states and of course it's in florida <laughs> so how florida. did it get into the states it's right hand drive too by the it's way it's right hand drive it's yeah, from Scotland. so you could deliver mail so the the story was that it arrived in a shipping container so my first thought was that maybe it was a military family or something that okay. that, that got uh-huh. it shipped over some some kind of like gray market cars kind of slip in that way yep um 
this one though, the the more people dug on it, the the stranger it got. So apparently, um, it's got a clear Florida title, so they were able to to register it in Florida somehow. Okay, um, but it has a lien on it in Scotland. Oh no way! Yeah, uh, which is the the part that makes everyone think that maybe this is stolen. Yeah, it just like slipped through customs somehow. Um, so what's what's weird about it is that this guy listed it on Bring a Trailer at all because I mean right. that's just an instant yeah. mega attention global right? market. Yeah, um, and and they're like a, like we said. I mean their their com- their commenter community is really active and thorough and very thorough. <laughs> thorough would Jeffrey, be the- his thorough, if anything. <laughs> And quite thorough. <laughs> Big Lebowski, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> thorough is the nice way to say it. I mean, th- this car is, it's a unicorn. So the, the question now is, what coolness level does the car have to be to risk getting crushed by the feds? Exactly, because that's what they would do is if you're driving the car around. Yep. This happened to a whole bunch of Land Rover Discovery owners a little while ago. Yes. Not Discovery, Defender. Defender. Defender, Defender, yep. 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 And and there's a whole host of shit with that. And Skyline R30, like uh, R33s, 33s have been crushed by the government. They just straight crushed the car. Yeah. If they found you driving the car in the United States... Before it, the twenty-five year rule. Well, and here's the just fun crush it. And here's the fun part: even if your state is um, uh, uh, like Florida, what's it called? A dumpster fire. <laughs> um, and and of bath salts and bikinis. Yeah, and took your money anyway for a right. registration. Right. That doesn't matter. Nope. You can't get any money back. No. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. They just crush it. That that that's all gone. Um, so the fact that it's registered in Florida really doesn't mean shit. No. You know, to the, to, to federal law. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting situation and it's still developing that bring a trailer when we're recording this, uh, bring a trailer pulled the, uh, pulled it yesterday. Okay. Um, took the, took the listing down. Well, he, he they didn't take the listing down. The listing is still up, like on the website, but the they're not accepting bids anymore. So oh, it was no, a bring a trailer auction. Yeah. Ah. So there's no. Okay. There are no bids left. Uh, uh still going on it. And yeah. Bring a, a trailer of, runs their own auction house. For anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, and there's a lot of questions about it right now, and there's a lot of back and forth going on. So it's something that. Wow. If this is still going on when we. Our, when we release this episode, yeah, then uh, it's it's something that deserves your attention because it's uh, it's going to be relevant to a lot of us. Yeah. So so let's talk about cars that are like because to me that car is not cool enough to work to risk getting crushed. Right. If you added another hundred horsepower, I would say yes. Right. 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 But that's it. You know. Yeah. So. I- I I would almost say if it was a 135 right wagon right that's that's pretty fucking cool or the BMW M5 V10 wagon that we couldn't yeah. get here yeah that's right? a, that's another one debadge it yeah and just try to fly under the radar you know what I do have what's that you? 
I have an FMK cars. Really? For this exact situation. Ian, it's yeah. almost like we planned it. I shh. <laughs> that would go against our brand as being idiots. Um, so uh, for anyone who doesn't know, FMK cars is that classic game of fuck, marry, kill. Um, we play it with cars instead of people because we're nice. Uh, and uh, fuck means you drive it for a day. You usually tell a little story. Tell, tell a little tale about what you would do with it for a day. Yep. Mary is, it is your new daily driver, warts and all. Yep. K is, you're like the feds. It goes to the crusher immediately. Yep. All right. So here are, these are cars that are under the 25-year rule. Okay. So they're right. newer than 25 years old. Newer okay. than 25 years, o- 25 years old. We never got these cars. Okay. You cannot import them. All right. This one's called, let's Bonnie and Clyde this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Cars worth dodging the feds for. Okay. All right. All right. So the first one, this is straight up. Yeah. No twist. Okay. Okay. Nissan R34 GTR. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Go on. Audi um, C6 RS6 wagon. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's So that's the this one is that had the 400 one. and something horsepower. Uh, Twin turbo V8. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, yep. The, yep. it's also known as the car from Layer Cake, that movie Layer Cake, oh, the I British never saw that. British gangster film. Yeah. Okay, and this is the Avant. Yeah, the Avant. Yeah, obviously the yep. the Avant. It was so. That, so it, we think, got we got the 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 sedan, right? But not the wagon. But not the wagon, and the wagon has. This is one of the, my f- most favorite stories on the internet okay ever okay there was a story of uh a guy who got pulled over in spain okay doing 130 miles an hour on the highway okay that's a problem usually on most 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 roads in the world gets pulled over doing 130 miles an hour on the highway comes to find out the cop pulls him over he had literally literally a ton of of marijuana and hash <laughs> in the car. Okay. Like 2,000 pounds. 2,000 pounds. Okay. All right. He was doing 130 miles an hour. <laughs> With an extra 2,000 pounds in the car. That makes this. And I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like marijuana is fucking leaves. <laughs> it's leaves. 2,000 pounds of leaves. Do you know how much space that takes up? Well, he had the, the wagon. Pic, the pic, right? Exactly. <laughs> the pictures are amazing. I've got to look it up. We, yeah. we've got to tweet a link to this. It's crazy. Um, so that automatically makes it one of the top ten coolest cars ever. The right. fact that you can do 130 miles an hour with an extra ton, with an extra ton, and not crashing anything. He didn't yeah. crash. No, he just got pulled over <laughs> for speeding. That's <laughs> crazy. That's insane. That's a lot of power. Yeah. If I remember correctly, so it, what year was that? That was probably around 2001. I can't even two. About this yeah. Things turned down so low. Uh, so the the so the C six was two thousand eight to two thousand ten. Okay, I actually think maybe I'm thinking of the C five. I think you're thinking of the C five. No, mm, mm, yeah, no, mm, actually, mm, actually, no, yeah, I am thinking of the C five. Yeah, so the C five R S six plus is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. So that had, if I remember correctly, about four hundred and fifty horsepower, and a zero to sixty time was somewhere like. Four and a half seconds. Four hundred and seventy horsepower. Okay, zero to sixty. Four and a half seconds. It was. Maybe? It was very fast. Yeah. The C six was even faster. Right. Uh, they did get the Avant in two thousand eight on the C six. 
Um, and yeah, it was quite fast. So, so four and a half seconds to sixty, uh, right? two miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So what what am I getting in the FMK cars? Um, let's go with the C6 because okay. it is it, okay. that that was the one where they really started to get bonkers. With yes. The, with yes. The, with the with the power because the only way they could go up from there was with Lamborghini V10s, and that's what they did in the in the sevens, right? Um, or or were those no? This the was the V10. The, the oh, C6 okay. was the V10. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. my friend has the the C6 uh, S6. S6. Uh, sedan. Right. We never right. got the Avant. The okay. Avant is just okay, untouchable, super, okay. super cool. Right. Anyway. Okay. All right. Okay. So I know you like the M5 better. Too bad you're not getting that. Ah, oh, boo. The third one is the Clio oh. V6 Renault Sport. This oh. is the mid-engine. This yeah. is the, the replacement, basically, for the uh, the Renault Five. Yep. Uh, which one of those just sold for on Bring a Trailer for $73,000? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. All right. But this is the, the V6, the three liter V6 mid engine rear drive yeah. hatchback that had crazy snap over steer. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, and, and also all of the benefits of hatchbacked them uh-huh. gone. gone. <laughs> because the engine's back there now. Yeah. Yeah. That's where your engine is. Uh huh. And, and I, you have a carpet covering it. Yep. Yeah, I it's, love that. I love I love the pictures of how that all fits together. Yeah. Oh man, what would I dodge the feds in? Yeah. Jeez. See, it's like I I would love the R34 Skyline, but that is mm-hmm. just too that's just too in the face of the feds. Yeah, see, it, this is what you got to balance off to them, right? So you got to balance like what's fun to drive right. and what could you get away with? Yeah. Yeah, so I think I could get away with the Audi on the long term. Just you debadge it. Yeah. Yep, and you get away with that Audi for a long time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm going to marry that. And then even though I'd be going through control arms like crazy. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, yeah, that's what happens in those. Yeah. So then that means I for a day, like I just have one day of trying to outrun Johnny Law mm-hmm. in a car. And it's tough to pick between the Skyline and the Clio. Yeah. Completely different driving characteristics. Yeah. I, I don't know, Ian. I think I might have to... Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. I can't pick one to kill. This is too tough. I think... I want to say Skyline because I love the R34 Skyline so much. Right. But then I think... If it was ripped from my hands at the end of the day, that loss would be bad. Mm-hmm. But I think if, okay, I think if I <laughs> lost the Clio, it would be like we had an amazing time together. It would be like a summer fling, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. But if I lost the Skyline, yeah. that would be like losing the love of my life, mm-hmm. right? So I think I would rather not even have the Skyline for a day. Interesting. And lose the Clio. Interesting. Yeah, so I I have to kill the Nissan Skyline R34 and pour out some ginger beer for my homie. Wow. And so that means I would F the Clio for a day. Who's running from their feelings now, Dave? Exactly. Well, hey, (laughs) that's my reasoning. I like that. I like that. But then you get into that whole... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's better to love and loss than never love at all, but... Yeah. Um... In the in the Clio, it's very French and very 
twisty. So I am going to um, fill every other bit of the car with baguettes. Yes. Open all the windows. Mm -hmm. And as I am... as I try to turn corners, I'm going to spin because that's what the car does. Right. And baguettes are just going to yard sale throughout. Mm-hmm. So it'll just be ba- baguettes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd do. Okay. And I'd have a long skinny cigarette mm-hmm. holder. Yeah. Yeah. See baguettes. Yeah. They fly from the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do a French accent. Every time I try to do a French accent, it just turns German. <laughs> so, yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. Socle bleu. Okay. That's it. Yeah. yeah it's nothing, terrible. nothing. Yeah. It's a it's pretty awful. angry Frenchman. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Yeah. What would you do? I think I'd crush the Audi uh because I'm not very bright. So I'm not thinking about it sensibly. I would just I would crush the Audi. I would I would fuck the Nissan and I would have to marry the Clio. Here's you my would? here's my thinking. I think you you're gonna get caught either way with these. Okay. And so I feel like the French car, in a way, would be the most sympathetic to people. Like okay. they would be like, "Well, this guy was—he was trying to make something happen there with living with a French, completely impractical, okay. just bonkers car." Uh huh. Um, I feel like I would get more sympathy points for for trying to live with the Clio. Okay. Than any of the other three. Okay. The, okay. Yeah, any of the other two. Okay. That's my that's my thought on that. And also, that car's crazy. Yeah. And I, I want some of that the, in my life. The side scoops. To oh, it's give great. The air in, to give the engine air. Yeah. It, it looks like kind of like a little, like if you crossed a an Audi R8 with like, just yeah. like just like a, a like a mouse or yeah. a hamster. Like this is what you get. Yeah, because they're even the, uh, the that those off-color right, yeah. little uh-huh. scoops. Yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. It's a nutty, nutty, nutty car. Right? Yeah. So strange. And you'd just be pirouetting like crazy. Yeah, I'd just be spinning everywhere. It'd uh-huh. be great. Yeah. Yeah. I want that in my life. I like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll, okay. Oh, God. Right. Oh, God. Um, okay. So, I've been watching some videos. Oh. I have watched some videos. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> You're giving me shifty eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what happens in these videos, Dave? People drive around in cars. Are you watching? Are you making good on your resolution? Well, kind of. Which videos are, are they? What have you been watching? Well, I'm I mean, very excited about this. What, what, sh- what should I be watching? Did you catch up on Top Gear finally? Okay. Let's do Dave's Top Gear update. <laughs> <laughs> Bring us in on Dave's Top Gear update, Ian. Dave. Yeah. What do you think about the new Top Gear? Still haven't watched it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what what I have watched is a while ago, Uh I watched a video of RuPaul Drives. Oh, I didn't know such a thing existed. You Really? Yeah, no. Oh, no. RuPaul Drives is a cool little thing where he drives people around and uh-huh. interviews them in his Volvo 240 sedan. What? Yes. He has a bright red Volvo 240 sedan. Shut up. No, it's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he has amazing guests, right? And okay. it's just, it's RuPaul. Like, he's amazing, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so uh, 
I'm just going to go ahead and hit my FMK cars, and then we'll start talking talking about some other stuff, right? Okay. So my FMK cars is I don't have a catchy title for this, but it is just RuPaul drives, right? Okay. So no matter what, you're with RuPaul and you're in the Volvo 240, but the guest, right, is the, is what you have to decide on. Okay. Okay. So we're a, a Volvo 240 sedan. Yes. Okay. Oh no no coupe. It's a coupe. It's a it's a two door. So it's the two forty two. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. So let me see here. So first up, RuPaul drives Henry Rollins. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you picture the two of them together. Yeah. That's an awesome. That's a naval gazely right? conversation. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then after that. Another option, RuPaul drives John Waters. Okay. Right? So do I get both RuPaul and this person yeah. in the car? Okay. Yeah. All and right. you get to sit in the back. You get to sit wherever. Okay. Okay. So lastly, RuPaul drives mm-hmm. you, RuPaul, and Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the Grease songs you could sing, Ian. Yeah. Um... Oh, man. All right. So I'm straight away RuPaul and John Waters marry. Right? Holy shit. I love John Waters so much. Yeah. He's amazing. I would I would live in that car for a long time. That that sounds awesome. Right? Um God, John Waters is so amazing. And now I'm torn because I think Henry Rollins would be entertaining for probably like 5 or 10 minutes, but he has sort of disappeared up his own ass. I, w- I was going to say, talking to Henry Rollins would be more like listening to Henry Rollins. Yeah. Right. And I just, I don't, I don't have any, anything for Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> like, it's just a blank, <laughs> right. blank thing. Yeah. I, I don't have anything to, uh, to say to her or anything I want to ask her or I don't know that much. Uh, so I think I'm going to crush... Olivia Newton-John, which is not Aww. how it sounds. And I don't even like Grease, so okay. yeah, that's got to go. Um, so I will, for a day, ride around with Henry Rollins and RuPaul, and then uh, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with RuPaul and John Waters, because that sounds right. great. Yeah, doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. Have yes. you... So uh, he, he wrote a book, and I, I haven't read it yet, but he wrote a book that came out last year about uh, he he hitchhiked across the No, country. I haven't. I want to read that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll, let's both put that on our reading list. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll talk about it in an upcoming, up, up, upcoming episode after Dave reads the book that I already gave him yep. to read. Yep. <laughs> Go like hell. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we'll, we will talk about that in an upcoming episode. Uh, but yeah. Uh, John John Waters hitchhiked across the country, being John Waters, present day. That's amazing. Yeah, I would have loved to have picked him up. No shit. Right. Yep. And and people were talking about it on Twitter while it was happening. And okay, I, I heard uh, him interviewed a couple times after after he and when the book was coming out. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So so. Here's a little insight into our friendship. This is this is how the podcast is a, has, a, has affected our friendship. I came over tonight, yes, all excited because I had heard this this interview with RuPaul on NPR, and I wanted to tell Dave about it. And so I, I Dave lets me just 
go on and on about how I want to use this as a jumping off point to talk about something else on the podcast. And he just lets me go on yeah. and just talking like an idiot. Uh-huh. And then, then he springs on me that RuPaul had a car show. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Like we don't deliver information to each other outside of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Deliberately withholding information. Uh-huh. For your benefit, yeah. dear listeners. Uh huh. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's, it, it, our friendship is getting damaged because of this podcast. Damaged and also built. Are you happy now? <laughs> Are you guys happy? I am. All right. Yeah. Um, that's really funny that you held that out on me. That's, right. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know RuPaul had a car. Had a, I had no uh, idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I have watched several seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, and if and if you also, this is also directed at listeners i'm pointing my finger at you if you haven't watched rupaul's drag race it's fucking fantastic especially if you hate reality shows because like uh drag in itself as being kind of like a skewering of culture okay as it is rupaul's drag race is a skewering of reality reality tv okay it's so good I've, I've never watched awesome. it. I've only seen clips and it looks cuckoo bananas insane. It is. Okay. And it's hilarious and funny and just like devastating. Like it's okay. so good. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um, so she, or, uh, so we were, I was listening to, to this, to this interview and the, the, uh, the NPR host asked RuPaul about, um, about kind of the state of, of you know his subculture of of gay culture and of drag culture and and whether or not he was happy with where things were and he was talking about how he answered a question by saying that you know he wasn't um uh complacent because he felt like he that that the culture had been there before in the late 70s so so he wasn't he wasn't happy with the progress that has been made or he wasn't thinking that like we're done as a movement. Right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that he wasn't happy with it, it was just that he wasn't he he, he was saying that it, it's it's not a finish line, right? Like right. It's, a, it's an ongoing process sort of thing. And um and I promise I'm going to circle back to cars eventually. Yeah. But it's going to be it's going to be a long trip. Yeah. So <laughs> so he he mentioned this like moment in in culture that I've heard people bring up a lot uh lately weirdly uh and it's this we- isn't it weird- funny how s- stuff bubbles to the surface sometimes yeah and yeah it's, it's this weird yeah. weird little moment that happened a few years before i was born okay a couple years after i was yeah uh 1979 1979 yep so um he he said basically that in the late 70s he thought that they were just they were just on the cusp of being where uh where, that gay culture and drag culture was going to be uh, where they are now back then. So they right. were they ba- were back thirty five years ago. Right. Yeah. They were on the cusp of this of this breakthrough, and then a few things happened. And one of them that he pointed out on the in in the interview was this moment in Chicago called Disco Sucks, and it, and Disco Sucks was sort of like the 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 epicenter. It was kind of a it was a larger thing than this one night in Chicago but the the one night was specifically titled Disco Demolition Night yeah and it was this guy named Steve Dahl uh, who I even remember 
he was still a DJ uh, when I was growing up in Chicago. Um, and he basically uh, partnered with the White Sox and it was in Comiskey Park and they they basically said, bring, I think you could get in for free. You got in for 98 cents if you brought a disco record. That's what it was. Okay, so yep. you got in for a reduced price if you brought a disco record and that disco record went and they put in during like the seventh inning stretch, they... It was a double header. It was between games. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yep. so between games... I, I don't know this. I'm just... Uh, Wikipediaing, but yeah. that's good because yeah. I'm going from memory of something yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah. A- actually, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it was a doubleheader, and it was it was between games, and they had like this big pile of disco records, and these are like LPs, so there's yep. a big fucking pile in center field, and they blew them up. Yep, and and which was, you know, dumb. Yeah. But, it, but it you know, ostensibly, yeah, yeah, ostensibly sort of harmless, except for the baseball game. Um, except that there was all these undercurrents of 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 sort of racism and homophobia that kind of went along with that with that movement. And you know, uh, other people have spoken a lot more eloquently about this than than I ever will. Like David Byrne uh, 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 talks about it. Talking Heads got wrapped up in all this nonsense because of their song "Life During Wartime." David Byrne says this ain't no disco, this ain't no fooling around, and and people took that to mean that that David Byrne didn't like didn't like disco. And, oh, and okay. Sort of stuff. So okay. they kind of got like co opted <laughs> into this. Even oh, though, weird. Yeah, even though obviously you know they have a lot of uh, disco and other right. black music elements in their in their music. Anyway, so yeah, so th- this is this weird moment in in culture where and it's an important one because it's instructive and it's instructive because it's a time when um a subculture of a subculture was sort of identified and and decided and the larger culture kind of rooted it out like we're, we're not doing this anymore and the undercurrents the ugly undercurrents that that kind of pushed that along showed their faces right. and that doesn't always happen no you know? it and, doesn't and a lot of times stuff like that is 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 so far under the surface that you can't tease them out always and they're complicated and messy because this like stew of culture that we're in there's so many ugly nasty things underneath and but sometimes there's altruistic things too and so he was describing this moment and I was trying to think of a parallel in, in car culture and I couldn't think of a moment okay. like that. Right. But I can think of smaller moments like right, that. Right, right. Little tiny bits that, that come up. Yeah. And that, I, that are that are similar. And and I wanted to to tie that to our thing that we've been saying lately of being donk friendly yes definitely because we are a donk friendly podcast and i don't think we've ever explained why we feel that's important right and 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 this this is a good jumping off point to do that i think so yes so if you think about the 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 arguments that that those those angry white dudes at comiskey park in 1979 made about disco yep um it would be you know the, the the arguments against disco that they would say out loud basically until that until that night when things did get ugly and right. racial slurs and and gay slurs started being thrown around while they were you know while the adrenaline was up um 
you know, it was like, well, it's a it's a watering down of our co- of of pop music, right, and right. and it's you know just about dancing and it's fluff and it's not right. it's not real that sort of right. nonsense, um, you know that that music culture goes through every three minutes of exactly authenticity right. and whatever right it's not real it's not authentic it yeah 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 no substance right and right. and usually i mean sometimes there's something to that and sometimes there's not and it's it's messy and complicated but sometimes like with the disco sex movement there's uglier shit moving that along right and, and the the statements that get made against donk culture yes and donks in general usually have a thicker undercurrent of that nastiness right that goes along with it and i think that's why you know when you really look at at donk at donks and lowriders and and those things right where the car where it's not about making the car perform better or anything like that it's making it more fun right you it know just it, it, it's making it an exaggeration yeah right it's yeah. amplifying just the fact that it's a car. It's just more car. Right. Exactly. Right. So the, cars are low. Low riders are lower. They're the lowest of the low. Yeah. D- you know, donks ride high. Like they are the highest of the of sedans. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But a lot of the a lot of the statements that get made against it are really motivated by, um, you know, some racism. Yep. Um. Some some just like aversion to uh to what's perceived as poor people or whatever right and that's this is a conversation that that i think you know in music they're definitely having in film they're definitely having yes all these other uh, in in food shit i mean they're definitely having it in food of like trying to examine what what motivates our aversion to things what motivates yep. the things that we're attracted to and it's something that we should start having. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, let's go ahead and say um, for food, right? Like, what would be an aversion to say, like, um, I mean, like, you jump back 10 years ago, nobody's eating, you know, pork shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, it's peasant food, like that, those kinds of things. And then, like, you know, tons and tons of chefs, like, really started embracing, like, tongue and you know like yeah. all of these parts of the animal you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and and turning it into something that is not just a trend but like uh, an evolution of the, of food culture as a whole right 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 and where where that kind of those kind of meats were seen as like lower class you know so people didn't even mess with them like why would we eat that when we have you know fillets right right, right. and so if we look at donk culture you know it's like why why i actually know a guy Okay, who said this to me? We were talking about donks. This was years ago. I don't talk to him anymore, mm-hmm. which is is weird because it seemed like he was a nice dude, and I don't think he's racist. But he, we, the subject of donks came up, and he just said this, and it blows my mind to think that this was just the thing that came out of his mouth. Why are those dudes spending all that money on wheels? They should be buying formula for their kids. Yeah. Right. Like, what the, f- like where, like you, oh, so you just know that. You just know that, that that's mm-hmm. a fact that, you know, they have kids and they're not, they're, you know, they're spending money on wheels instead of like feeding their kid. Like you just know that. Yeah. Right. Like where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And no, I, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I've I don't heard, get it. I've heard, I've heard similar 
similar things right. about, about donks in particular. Well, yeah. I mean, I think if, if you're aware of car, car culture and you, you know, you listen, you put your ear to the ground, you hear these things. Right. Right? Against like hella flush stance bros. Against, you know, like you and I will also like sometimes make fun of old hot rod guides guys because they're old fat white dudes in Jimmy Buffett shirts, you know? Right. And right. It, and I feel like it's it's important to, that that we kind of like more explicitly explain uh what we mean when we see when we say dong friendly because because there's so many our culture is full of and this this term is is a loaded one in and of itself but there's so many like dog whistles right yes the 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 term dog whistle means that it's a it's a it's a thing that you do that only people on a certain frequency exactly will pick up on yep. and then it just it's so innocuous that it it blows by everybody else yep right yep and and to a certain extent, hating on donks or hating on lowriders or whatever it is, is w- are, is one of those dog whistles. Yep. It's our own dog whistle in car culture. And it's one that we need to be, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I never, I am, I'm not, uh, you know, I have a, I have a problem with the, you know, sort of the current left and, and, and policing speech. I would never want to police speech and I don't want to engage in identity politics for sure, but right. it's context, you right. know, it is. And, uh, it's one of those things that you should be aware of. So yeah. that's, that's what we're talking about when we right. say donk friendly. And I don't know what it says about me that I heard an interview uh, about, uh, with RuPaul and I immediately thought I need to talk about fucking donks. <laughs> no, because it, it, because automotive culture hasn't had a big event like that, right? Mm-hmm. But where we we do, right. but we do have these small little things, and I don't right. know if we ever will have like a riot at a donk show or something like that, right? You know, right? It, but like, but when we look at things that happen in, in culture as a whole, like homophobia, racism, the, those kinds of things happening car culture as well they they happen in film they happen in music they have you know they happen in all of these cultures they happen in food they happen in car culture yeah right so of course you hear a story about that and about um about shitty things and and shitty people like directing these kinds of things and then it just getting out of control yeah or or the the derision that people heap or heaped on the the Miata when Ex- it first came out. Exactly, or you know? minivans. Or minivans, right. or, or anything else, you know, like... Like anyth- we do for Priuses. Well, well, okay, but I, I was I was more going in the direction of anything that's... Anything in car culture that's seen as less than masculine... Yes. ...is, is, is derided and, and erased. I mean... Yep. Look at, look at any styling change for cars that are... That that used to be referred to as as chick cars, right? Right. Or or hairdressers' cars, right? As Jeremy Clarkson so inelegantly right. used to put it. Yep. You know, like the the Miata has gotten increasingly more masculine, and and regular car reviews has had a uh, Mister Regular has a great um uh line of thinking on that. You know, the the SLK, the Mercedes SLK, is yep. another example of that, where they went from literally, from literally like a a design that that some people thought was too feminine to they so overcompensated. Yes, they, they did. literally put a penis on the front uh, yes. of it. It looks like a giant dick with wings on the front. Right, yeah. and it's styled to look like an F one car. He right. says with air quotes. Yeah, or an airplane. Right. No, yeah. but it's. A dick. No, that's a dick. Yeah. 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 That is a phallus. Yeah. Yep. 
that that's that's how bad the backlash was and how how awful it is to say like oh that's a girl's car right so the I- implication is that you know if you're a guy who's driving it you must be gay and so then that that's the worst possible thing in car culture right to not be masculine and be into cars right that's a that's yeah. a non-starter you're exactly right you're right. exactly right so those are the sorts of yeah sorts of things that like we like to kind of root out and make fun of a little bit right and so when we say we're donk friendly that's exactly what we're trying to get it to exactly. the root exactly exactly yeah. right so let's also talk about uh, how these automotive subcultures like how they might also have additional surface area besides just the car that could be a target for those kinds of things right mm-hmm. like with donks like you're gonna hear a shit ton of bass coming out of a donk mm-hmm. so typically anybody who does not like rap music is probably not going to like a donk right, right? right, right. and no and of course if you don't like rap music you're not a racist like but it's it's an additional aspect of of that uh of the kind of multifaceted thing that is this individual rolling down the street in their car, right? Like a, br- a lifted bro truck blasting country music, right? Right? Am I a racist because I hate country music? No, hmm. right? You know, so I like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, you know, because people hate on like a specific thing, but there's also quite oftentimes a musical element to it, to these areas of automotive subculture right like when we can all picture like uh toyota supra like slam super low like with just like 90s techno blaring out of it right right Right. you know like fast and the furious you know Mm -hmm. um and so i i think that like when with with car culture we car culture is easy to tack other little bits of culture onto like style and music and things like that cars are kind of like the refrigerator and there's some magnets that are getting thrown on it oh i like that analogy thanks and so so i i think that that makes car culture and these subsets of culture a little bit more susceptible to being uh recipients of these kinds of hate because that surface area is a little bit greater right yeah no and i think uh the 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 fact that you can tie those those pieces of music and or to two cars uh-huh um just proves our point that that car culture is in no less a culture than music yep movies oh yeah everything else like that that it is it has all of the same elements and the fact that you can tie one to another yep. just proves that point right? exactly exactly you know um yeah this was one of our weirder things. And this is a completely half-baked idea. <laughs> oh, I, don't, we... I don't feel like it is. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that it's half-baked because in car culture, we don't have that disco demolition day, that we don't have that disco sucks event. Right. Right? So, so Which we should be it, proud of. R- right. Right. Exactly. Right? So the fact that we don't have that, that's good. Right? Right. But also, please, for the love of God, stop moving your microphone around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help it. It's bugging me. I just reason. hear, I just hear like, <laughs> Ian, Ian, we're having a very serious conversation. This is our disco demolition. Ian moves his microphone back and forth. <laughs> but, but the fact that, I I don't think that this idea is half baked 
just because we don't have some big epoch, like some big event right. where, that we can point to. I think the fact that we can translate it into these smaller elements of of uh, these antennas in car culture that pick up, you know, or or have things directed to them fairly or unfairly. Right. right? right, right, right. I think that the fact that we made that leap, that idea is baked. That's, okay. That's the Dave I'm making cookies uh, <laughs> seal of approval. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like that. When you brought this up, I, like I, you explained it a little bit. And I think the idea was way more fleshed out than you thought it was because okay. I, I think you did a really good job speaking to it. Okay. Well, and that's going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. So. Ten, 10 minutes on the car, in the car on the way over here uh-huh. is, uh, is all I thought about it. But so, you're a smart you guy. You put this stuff together quick. All right. All right. right. Okay. On. We'll save it for the after show. Okay. Anyway. All right. <laughs> w- what do you want to do now, buddy? What well, you, you have an FMK cars for me, I think, right? I do. I, I have another one. It doesn't really go off of anything that we were talking about before. That's but right. let's let's go ahead and just let's, let's play it. another one, okay? All right. So this one, here's the title, okay? <clears throat> oh, me, wow. He had a clear let throat. Let me, let me do some oh, vo- good... vocal preps. Red leather, yellow leather, red le- You're a big, strong man. You're a big, strong man. You get out. You get. You get. Shut it down. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. Here it is. Oh, God. The title is starting now. I I just don't get it. I mean, I hope they have a good personality. These are cars that offer. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) No, this is still the title. Okay. Cars that offer nothing positive in the looks department. And I really hope that there's some good personality under there to make up for it. But in this case, there isn't. So in other but words, what you do have, okay. it's <laughs> keep, still it going. Keeps going. But what you do have is a passenger. Okay. And for some reason, mm-hmm. all of this is from the year 2013. Okay. Okay. All right. So you could have, you could have just shortened that, that first part of that title to uh, her. <laughs> yes. Egg. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, one of our finer Arrested Development <laughs> references. If you guys, yes, stop moving your fucking. I mic. did it again. Oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> All right, sorry. You're nervous about something. I don't know. Yeah, you're ner- you're nervous about the 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 disco sucks talk. Yeah, stop analyzing. Just read the fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Okay. So for some reason, this is 2013. I don't know why, but okay. you'll see. So you have a passenger in this, right? Okay. First up, 2013 BMW X3. Not a good looking car. No. And not a good car to drive. Yeah. But guess what? You get Adele in the car with you. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So Adele uh, received the Oscar for best soundtrack for Skyfall in 2013. Yeah, because that song was awesome. Right. Yeah. So up next, we have a 2013 Lincoln MK. X. I don't even know what that is. It's it's <laughs> is that li- oh, crossover. Oh, it is. These are all crossovers, and I even uh, prepped a picture because I knew you wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. basically, a Ford Edge. Yeah. With Lincoln bits, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So then, lastly, well, who's my passenger? Oh, your passenger in this, Daniel Day Lewis. He got Best Actor for Lincoln. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2013. Okay. Are these all Oscar winners? Yeah, these are all Oscar winners. Okay. Yeah, you'd think all I'd right. put something about that in the title, but okay. Anyway, 
Uh, then lastly, and I have a whole thing about this. Oh, wow. Uh, the 2013 Mercedes-Benz GLX. I don't know if you if you can think of what that looks like. I vaguely, so here is yeah. a picture. Oh. oh no no GLK GLK. Yeah, I, I know. Right, mean, that's yeah. gross as shit. Yeah, but your passenger is Quentin Tarantino, Ooh. who won Best Original Screenplay in 2013 for Inglorious Bastards. Nope. Oh Django. There you go, yeah, Django, Django Unchained. Yeah. Right. Nice. So what are you gonna do, buddy? I'm crushing Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> He's very method. Yeah, that would get insufferable pretty quick. Okay. Don't you think? It would. It would. Yeah. That sounds awful. Right? Um, I'm going to, for a day, drive around with Quentin Tarantino. Okay. In the GL, GLK? Yeah, because I would love to spend a day with right. Quentin Tarantino. Right. Anything more than that. Mm. It'd probably be tough. That'd be a stretch. Yeah. I would spend the rest of my life with Adele. Right. That sounds right? awesome. I don't know if you've ever seen her interviewed or anything. Yeah, she's amazing. She's fucking great. Yeah, she's very profane. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, she's just, she's like us, but British and awesome and a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not like a, a pop music guy, but, uh, you know. She writes some good fucking songs, no, man. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but that's, you a, have that's to an easy one. You have to e- all day. All day with that one. What if I swapped the GLK with the X3? Cars independent of the cars, I would do the same exact Okay. Thing. Okay. I think the, the okay. personalities there are all so strong. Okay. They just would, completely trump it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and anyway, those cars are all fucking interchangeable anyway. It doesn't You're matter. right. You're exactly right. Yeah. The, th- the thing that I don't get is I don't get the GLK, the Mercedes-Benz GLK. Yeah. Because, first of all, it's just ugly as shit like that is just an ugly car well i think what they were going for was a softening of the g-wagon right but it still turned into this weird like bulbous like it looks like an e-series e-class on the bottom and then just like a some minivan on the top no i agree it's it's weird that they try to incorporate the g-wagon design language into yeah. the rest of the line like why not just let that be its own like, thing like the Land Rover Defender right 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 just let that let that, it be its thing that's its own right thing. the G-Wagon yeah legacy it's over there. and history and yeah we're gonna sell X number of them yep. every year to yep. all of the drug dealers right in the world you don't need to make it homogenous like you right. don't need to have everything trickle into everything else right I right? mean they have- there's peanut butter and chocolate but then this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is like bum urine. <laughs> right. Well, it's not even that. It's just that like they have they have such a like that that was a, a military vehicle. Yeah, exactly. So right? let it exist on its own line. They have such a rich history of design yeah. language that they can pull from. Exactly. That, so why why bother trying to pull from that? It's right. Absurd. It'd be like General Motors trying to put Jeep elements into a Corvette. Well, General Motors never made Jeep. Uh, General Motors, Jeep? No. Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use your words, Dave. Chrysler didn't make Corvette. Chrysler make Corvette. May putting Jeep elements into a... Viper. Viper! There we Thank go. You. We got hey. it. We got there eventually. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I was like, shit, Chrysler performance car. Chrysler performance car. The fuck is a Chrysler performance car? We have a car podcast, We folks. do. <laughs> we do. They'll let literally anyone on the internet. <laughs> you know what? And, and this is a good time to, to say this. 
you and I are not giving answers to anyone, no, right? When it comes not. to our disco day, disco sucks conversation, we're not posing answers. Oh, yeah. We forgot to preface this with we're fucking morons. We're fucking morons, as you could just tell from my I couldn't yeah. think of the Chrysler performance car. And here's here's a little uh, Dave's favorite, a uh, little taste of Dave's, Dave, uh, Dave's L- favorite ooh, thing. A little taste of Dave. Little taste of Dave's favorite thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I like that skirt right around there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Podcasting about podcasting. Yeah. Um. Whenever we write our guests, um, we always open our email yes. with, "Hi, we're two <laughs> idiots with a car podcast." Yep. Yep. So we 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 explicitly say we're idiots. Yes. Up front. We are not the authority on shit. Yeah. The fact that you guys listen to us, that's on you. <laughs> you know what we are the authority of? Making blanket forts. Yeah. Right? Well, you are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm good at uh, arriving at a blanket fort and then talking. You're good at making popcorn. Oh, I am good at making popcorn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so... I'll make the shit out of some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, whoa. What's happening to my nipples? <laughs> the wheeze got me. The wheeze. Yeah, that's what sealed the deal, buddy. That's when Jen- Jenny said, I do. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually made my girlfriend... I do want to leave the room <laughs> right now. I, I made my girlfriend popcorn like Ian style, like oil in the pan and popping kernels. And yeah. like, she was like, I want a snack. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll make you something mm-hmm. and made it. She's like, she loved it. She loved it. Yeah. Because you know what? M- microwave. The fact that we've all been make, making microwave popcorn is for bullshit. The, it's bullshit. Yes. Microwave popcorn is terrible for it you. It's awful. Uh, the, the butter flavoring that is oh, a carcinogen like there there is a lawsuit uh, um the i don't think it's a carcinogen once it's heated up but i think in the form but still where they the, or the process that they make or whatever there's a big lawsuit uh, okay with the workers okay. who make that shit oh dear god um but also it just tastes shitty right it's yeah, not good oil pan lid shake heat done yeah it's not it's hard. tasty yeah What's better than warm popcorn? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a little harder than pressing a button, but <laughs> it's really not much. No, not much. It's one of those things that like technology, it seems like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Right. But it, if you really think about it, it doesn't really solve a problem. Yeah, yeah. There's not a problem there. It's right. just a thing that we decided we were going to do all uh, of a yeah, sudden. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I we were I was I was with coworkers today, and uh-huh. we were talking about uh, Nest and the thermostats. Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm supposed to be getting one of those. Okay, well yeah. I was saying that uh, I they're bullshit. I don't I don't care for them. Mm-hmm. No, there were, she was she was talking about the 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 uh, the fire uh, alarm, uh, the smoke okay. alarm co- yeah. connected ones, and I was like, I don't. I guess I don't understand the problem that's solving because I don't think like fire alarms were already hooked up to the fire department. The smoke alarms were already hooked up to the fire department, and that seems like great innovation. But, but not your home ones. That's forty years. No, no, no they are. They, they have been for a long time for alarm systems. And well, stuff. with alarm systems, yes. But that's you know thirty year old technology. You're right. Right. I don't understand what it solves for me to be sitting in the bar and get it get an alert to say that my house, house is, is on, on fire. fire. Right. Like, how does that help me? Right. What problem is that solving? Exactly. It's not. Right. And then she says, like, well, it malfunctions all the time. It's like, so basically you've created more problems for exactly. yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. The internet of things is 
is not solving problems. It's creating ones. Yes. And connected cars are the same way. You're exactly right. Tons of security issues and tons of problems. Yeah. Yeah. Without very many solutions other than, hey, that's neat. Right. Exactly. If the entire thing is, hey, that's neat, that's not a thing that you need. Right. Right. So I'm getting an S because I'm trying to go solar at my house and... Yeah. I'm working with Solar City. They have a Nest promotion. Solar City, which will soon be branded Tesla. So, so the, I'm going to have a fucking Tesla solar system in my house. I get the issue with right. the, the, the thermostat, Effic- the connected thermostat. Yep, exactly, right? Yeah, which is great. You well, know? yeah, I mean, especially in Denver where the weather's so crazy. Like, oh, if you're Jesus. traveling, say yes. you're traveling, and then you look at the weather and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to be freezing tomorrow in negative you know, two. June. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. turn the heat up. You know? Exactly, yeah. I will keep I my pipes that. from freezing. Yeah. 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 And guess what? If you sign up with Solar City, you get the Nest for free. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll see. Tesla, how it goes. give us a car. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> and like I was telling the Solar City lady, her name is Jordan. I was like, uh-huh. Jordan, I want the solar panels. I want a power wall. I want a Model S. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> let, get me in the bucket. You know? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. 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 I'm in. I got an iPhone. I got a Mac Pro. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm a little Mac guy, you know. Yeah. I have a gaming PC because, you know, yeah, I like to play video games. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah I'm Mac guy. Now I want to go all into the Solar City bucket. You nice. Know? Yeah. Nice. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> did wow. I answer your FMK cars? I, I Yeah, did. you did. I you did. did. I yep. did. Yep. Good, good, so, good. So well, the, what would you do there? Uh, oh, spend every day with Adele. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then I would, I would have to crush Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you, you could only do a day with Quentin. You could only do a day with Tarantino. Yeah. Um, so the reason that GLKs came up is because I fucking see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, they're all over the place. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I, there, there are certain cars where I, I just see it and I'm like, nope, don't understand. Don't understand. Like, I can see why someone buys a Prius. I can see why someone buys a... Because they lack judgment. A right. Dodge Journey. Like, I can actually see, like, why they do that, right? Yeah, because they're, they're a defeated way, human right? being, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> because they're completely neutered <laughs> mentally. Um, but, like, but I look at a GLK and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just gross. It's just gross. It it's just, a weird, it's a weird uh, car. It's a weird car. Yeah. For sure. But not good weird. Ugh, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, so it's the it's the it's the equivalent of the 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 H three Hummer. Yeah. Right. 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 It's it's like, a total why? like why? I want to look like I have a G wagon, but yeah. I don't want the inconvenience of a G wagon. Right. Exactly. Um, but I'm willing to pay more. Yeah. To look like I have one. Yeah. Right. It's that sort of thing. Oh, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. So for some reason, I've just, you know how sometimes you just notice like a car and you're like, oh, and then you keep seeing that car. Yeah. You know, typically it's like when you get something, you're like, oh, I don't see these around very much. And then yeah. like you see them all the time. Like you see probably R32s. Like every time you see yeah. an R32, I'm like, God, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, and that, that's funny too, because, I, you know, uh, we talked last week about the the cross cabriolet. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. And that's a sort of one that like really grabs your attention. And I, I like, saw one. I, you're I, like, I forgot to tell you. But why? Yes. Yes. And then there's these other ones like you're talking about. Yeah. The GLK. 
And then it's only when you really start to think about it, you're like, but why? Exactly. And like, and why so many? Yeah. Why? Right? Like I can understand Nissan selling 12 cross cabriolets, Mm -hmm. right? But like thousands of GLKs. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Like go buy a Volvo uh, XC60. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Disappointing people. Anyway. Disappointing. What else we got, buddy? I think we should pull an FMK cars just as a little palate cleanser. Okay. And a way to wrap it up. All right. Let's uh let's pull let's pull an old an old James FMK cars. Are they all James? these? We haven't done any of these. No, James, friend of the show. Yeah. Sent us. Awesome we talked to F- him in a while though, so say reach out and say hi, James. Uh, sent us awesome FMK cars for our our twentieth episode, and uh, he just he 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 just crushed it. Yeah. With uh, amazing FMK cars, so yeah, it's episode fifty something, and we're still <laughs> yeah, we're st- we still have lo- lots in the James Well. We still have several. Yeah, Let me find one with a catch. Okay, do that. All right. Um, yeah, I think I'll this distract one... the listeners by singing. I guess here we here we go. Okay, this is his dad's cars. Didn't we do this one? No, I don't think so. Okay, all right. This one is car number one, two thousand two Nissan Maxima SE. Oh, blue. Okay. Lowered. What? Automatic. Passenger is grandfather telling stories from childhood. Okay. All right. 19 car number 2, 1986 Mustang GT. Oh. Black, 5-speed. Okay. Rear window louvers. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Passenger is child who gets motion sickness easily. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. 1997 Ford F-150 XLT. Okay. Blue, uh-huh. two-wheel drive, camper shell. Okay. And had a car phone in it. Like yes. Uh-huh. Wired yeah, car phone. Yeah, yeah. Passenger is sister who can only talk about politics and news. Ugh, I've got to kill the F-150. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. If you knew my sister, you would kill the F-150 too. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Should Laura ever hear this? Oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, but obviously not that much because you're yeah. still going to go through it. <laughs> yep. So, because I could edit that out. But you're not going to. You've heard it, so it means it's canon. Um, so then that, I'm, I'm marrying the Mustang and I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to wear raincoat. <laughs> You know, yeah. Just look like just look like the cover of a of a, a fisherman's wharf. What is what are the cough drops? Ludens or the fisherman's? What are the cough drops? Fisherman's friends. Yes, fisherman friend cough. Or drops. like uh, Gorton's uh, yes. fish sticks. Yes, I yeah. will look like that, and then that means I am going to f the Nissan Maxima. Like there's a, like a nor'easter coming in. Yes, a lowered Maxima. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. So. Well, if you remember in the in the early '90s, that was. Um, their marketing for that was a the four four door sports, sports car four D S C. Yep, the four door sports car <laughs> for a front wheel drive car. Yeah. Yep. Weird. Anyway, well, yeah. it was competing against the the SHO at the time. Though so. it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was also front wheel drive. Yep. Yeah. How would you answer that, buddy? Um, probably the same way. Okay. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to get you some food. I, I I think I think you might be pulling a Dave. I'm very do, hungry. Do you want some whorehound? I do not. <laughs> I do not. You don't want to just chip a tooth on a giant hunk of whorehound? No. Whenever I eat candy when I'm hungry, I always feel way worse. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Good to know. Yeah. How about we get how about we get you some chicken, buddy? Oh god. Uh let's do some plugs. Okay. Right. Wow. Okay. Ian. Yeah. What should people do? Uh, they should email us at teamclearcoat at gmail.com. They yep. should follow us on Facebook, uh, Tumblr, Twitter, Twitter Instagram, Instagram uh, uh, Snapbutt, uh, <laughs> all those. Not a, we're not on Snapchat, folks. Oh, we're not? Nope. Well, what the fuck? Should we be? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Uh, at Team Clear Coat or yeah. slash Team Clear Coat. I saw one of our baseballs. Instagram friends today, Tanner. I oh, saw yeah. his 20th anniversary uh, uh, GTI yeah? coming the other way when I was on Parker. Nice. Yeah. Tanner, what's up? Yeah. Okay. That car looks fucking awesome. Yeah, those yeah. are cool. Yeah. I like them. Um, and then they should follow Dave on Tumblr and uh, Twitter sh- and Instagram at Nuck Nuck Goose. Yep. Uh, and that's it. I can't think nope, of anything that's else. That's not it. That's all. Uh, you should follow. Then Ian. you should burn your computer because there's you've reached the end of the internet. <laughs> you should follow Ian. On oh, and you should rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> rate and review us on iTunes, and then email your friends and tell tell them that you listen to these two fucking idiots, and they should too. And I, that's it. I'm glad I have the recorder on episode this side over because you would have stopped it. Yeah. Follow Ian on Twitter and Instagram. I roll so hard. E-Y-E, roll so hard. You get my hot takes on hair conditioner. <laughs> yeah, that was a really funny string of tweets. Yes, well done. So anyway, rate and review us on iTunes, please. Tell other people about the show. We would love that. And send us an email to say, hey, what's up? We would love that. So anyway, Ian. Yeah. I think we did it. I think we did. We're going to get you some food. I think I might have to carry you bodyguard style up the stairs out of the blanket fort. Sleepy. And, and, par- and park you in front of some food. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. Love you, Dave. Love you too, buddy. 